Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, first of all, for being here and streaming the show. What you guys may have not known is due to COVID-19, Marlon and I have been practicing social distancing, and we've been using Skype to record our episodes for the past couple at this point. Um, this episode in particular, due to connection, it might not be the best in certain areas when it comes to audio. We apologize for that, and bear with me, okay, as I begin to really learn how to work and navigate Skype and how to edit it properly. We gonna fix it for next episode, but let's get into this show. We're back again. <sighs> there we go. Take two. Take two. Today, <laughs> the Lord is trying. He, he's testing me in the middle of a storm. With the storm? With the storm during a storm. Oh, okay. And, and what did, what did I, you tell the storm? I said storm. Storm said, hmm. I said, <laughs> get in line. I don't have time. I have a production to put on. I have a production to put on. We don't. And it is anointed. Oh, Hallelujah. You know yeah. what? We do not have to do this. We don't have to do this. <laughs> With, that being said, With that being said, everyone, welcome back to another week of um, shenanigans and just pure common sense shaming. Oh, shaming, excuse me. Um, and just like that, my Twitter handle for the week. My name is Lonnie, but um, my Twitter handle is going to be Gorilla Glue Adhesive Spray. I can't. No. 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 The mm-hmm. second time around, it's, it's still bad. It's still bad. It's still bad. Um, and I'm your co-host. I think it's a little worse. I'm your co-host, Marlon, a.k.a. Annie Adhesive. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Annie, are you okay? Did this bitch get another call? Okay, okay, let's get to you, this. You're going, you're going, you're going, mm-mm. You're going to get an anxiety attack today. <laughs> <laughs> you highlight blinking too much. Too much. Y'all, <laughs> y'all hold, like, calm down. If y'all yeah. hear this show delayed this week, I promise you, it has nothing to do with us. We have the right to delay to you get started. Oh, <laughs> Let's get Let started. introduce this bitch before you get another fucking call. Yeah, apparently the hotline is blinging as we are recording. Went all the way back to the single dropping again, ladies and gentlemen. We are not alone this week. We are joined by the love of my life, my sexless lover, my best friend, my brother, <laughs> thorn in my side, my ride or die. My bestie Jay is here with us, you guys. <laughs> Good evening, all. So glad it's not here evening, bitch. It's afternoon. Afternoon. Oh, it Just- is. It's evening for me. I had a long night. 
just because you just woke up. I had a long night. Oh okay. my gosh. That's, and that's the best ones to have. Go <laughs> on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, so let's jump into the ship. Well, with that being said, um, let's get started, shall we, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those without gender. Um, so, well, let's get started. Mm-hmm. You have two of us here that have seen Malcolm and Marie already. Yes. And you have one of us that has not. I have not. Sorry. With that being said, I think it's only fair to uh-huh. spoil the movie. Yeah, we're not going to spoil it for him. You know, it's hard to do so because it's that good. I will just say this. Single-handedly, it is one of the best arguments you'll ever see in your life. God, it's 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 triggering. Triggering very, but it's one of the best arguments you'll see in your life. Because, uh, child, that was a one toxic relationship. I can't. Yeah, we'll discuss that one later, but wow. That's all I gotta say. It's I gave wild. Marlon a homework assignment. I didn't even talk to him about it. I just said, you need to watch it because I want to talk about it tomorrow. Oh my god, yes he did. And I was like, I watched it right before work. And I was like, what the fuck do this bitch got me watching right now? I do not need to be walking into my work establishment feeling like I'm ready to smack a bitch. Like, that's not, I was, that's not cool. I was, in, <laughs> I was in ascension, okay? I was ascended already. Uh-huh. And I had to witness this shit. So imagine my head is just... Why is this continuing? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. But yes, we will we will get to that one at another space and time. Oh, yeah. Just though is that they all acted their behinds off. Yes. So let's get into scroll on. Right. So I have some ground to cover this week. Sorry, I'm okay. going to the family, but I think we should laugh first. Okay. Because um, I feel like laughter is a remedy to everything. Um, y'all, can see, y'all can't see. I'm giving y'all very I'm in the house today look. It's very, very Earth Afrocentric, if you will. And I have my hair tied down. I have yes. on the man's bonnet. It's called a do-rag. Yes. And when men put this thing on, they're trying to lay it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we don't use holding spray. You may use grease, even though wave grease, which is stupid. I hate to tell y'all, sometimes if you just condition your hair away from naturally. But that's conversation that's fine. That's Ooh. not what we're here for. Wow. So there was a woman on the interwebs. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna her do this. At name do is Are we really gonna do this? I am Underscore D <laughs> underscore O L L A D Y. So since <sighs> we're running out of her regular holding spray, so that's the rude to be exact. Yes, which style of gel is meant to is not meant to bind hair or certain items together. Yes, we get that, but this says you know what? I'm gonna be an innovator. I'm going to be a trendsetter. Mm. I ran out of holding spray, but I had this lovely bottle of Gorilla Glue 
adhesive. Can we, just, can we okay, 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 okay. Can, can we talk about it? Because can man we? used it to style her hair, give you the <laughs> lovely parts, the swoops so she has her I, edges, mm, and mm, everything, and had on the she put on her lashes, yeah, her color yeah, contacts, I, heavy mascara, and she said, I am ready to go out into the world today. And all I know is my hair is gonna stay in place. Can we just pause for the calls real quick? Because I I don't know about y'all, but I'm the type of nerdy little boy that used to go to the bathroom and take a shit. Before we had a cell phone, you know, I would read the labels on all of the shit under the bathroom sink. Right. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> uh, let's take another step into logic land. Uh, we all grew up with super glue, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> So when Gorilla Glue stepped into the chat, she was like, "Bitch, Miss Superglue, I don't know what you thought this was." Shit on me. Hello, King Kong ain't Her. got shit on me. She said <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she said, "I'm gonna put this on, and I'm just gonna show the girls. I don't need a wig. This is my this, wig. This. I can no. <laughs> regular Gorilla Glue." Not even the spray adhesive that she used. When Gorilla Glue first came out, I need you to understand, and my brother's going to have a moment with me real quick. At 4858, there was a piece of tile at my front door that came loose. I went out and got the Gorilla Glue. Reading the instructions, it blatantly says, Miss Thing, do not put this on your body. You will fucking die. Don't do it. Don't even get it on your skin. Contact with skin is what it says. If you get, if it comes in contact with your skin, go to the emergency room. That's that's that sentence. Let's have let's have each one teach one moment. (laughs) Let's have it because I feel like y'all need a lesson. This is a ultimate lesson. It said if it doesn't cross it off, it says once. It says if. Which means you should not contact clues with your friends. It if it says if why are you applying it to your scalp? Sis, why? Why and you know what? It's bad because while I was bowled over with laughter inside <laughs> because got to scratch on her head like it was a vinyl record and I was undone. I was unable. She said, Look, look, the conditioner, just wipe it off. <laughs> <laughs> and she really thought she was that girl. But there is an afterthought to this. Um, apparently, it shows as of yesterday she actually did go to the emergency room. Yes, she did. She had yes, no she... choice. Like her hair, like her hair, literally was bound, stuck like that. I'm like, girl, and she, she is now me, bald as the day is long. I'm sure she's gonna be the rest of her life. Like that. I just don't. This this is how start a GoFundMe. For what? I'm about to say for what? Stupidity. She started because because she said that she kept that in for a week. Sis, do you realize that you can bond brick to a wall with Gorilla Glue? For a couple of hours. (laughs) Yo, like... 
<laughs> wet the surfaces, put the Gorilla Glue on there, and put them together. It's that's it. You have built yes. a house. What is that? What is that doing for your pores? I no, I don't see. I don't. Oh no. You're not revolutionary, sweetie. It's not innovative. It's actually very. I'm sorry. I know someone is someone's healthy to stay here, but the shit is just fucking hilarious. It's coming. It says on these labels, especially Gorilla Glue, not to do such things. It says it intentionally, <sighs> not to for it to not come in contact with body with the body at all. And here you go with the fucking do. I'm gonna shellacking, shellacking it. Oh, I just okay. Okay. All right. We gotta move on. So now that we have gone off to that, um, let's have conversations in cafe, shall we? Okay. Um, you guys have options here. Marlon loves when I give him options. Um, do you want to hear the coming out story, an update on the hoteps, or do you want to talk about Chadwick? Let's start with Chadwick. So Chadwick Boseman, um, while in his absence, physical absence, has made history with four nominations for the SAG Awards. Um, he is nominated for Best Male Lead for his work in Black Ma Black Rainey's, uh, excuse me, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. He's also nominated for The Five Bloods as well, Best Motion Picture Cast for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's another one he got nominated for, if I'm not mistaken. It just shows that he did receive four. Okay. I still have not watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I really need to, though. Me it's either. A I haven't watched it either. It's a, so it's a watch. Is it? Yeah. It, I consider it to be. Because it, it's whenever something's hard like to keep my attention with certain things, I, the acting is wonderful. It's just hard to keep my attention. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. yeah still got to watch it. Okay. Um, so either, um, update on hoteps or sexuality. We're going to say the hoteps for last because that's going to piss me off. I already know. <laughs> Not necessarily. Do you want to open that door and say? I mean, we can. <laughs> I mean, we can. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently the production on T.I. Tiny's family and friends hustle has been suspended due to the sex abuse allegations. You don't say. While they're getting suspended, because we did cover that last week, and it triggered the hell out of Marlon, so we're not going to go down that road again. I would Um, just like to say that I am a ton more sober this week, and I will be fine. But I'm not apologizing for going off. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you went on Well, what happened? I went on a oh, you need to hear last episodes. week. Yeah. Last week, this one over here had a full-blown tangent <laughs> several times. Oh, so my. That, that bitch was over there dying laughing, though, so whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You can say what you want. That's just tell the truth here. <laughs> um, meanwhile, <laughs> productions get suspended for them. Nick Cannon is to return to Wild and Out after apologizing publicly for his anti-Semitic comments. Um, I don't think we need to recycle old skate for y'all to understand why they were offended. But he did go through a, a slew of training to basically understand what would be and could be deemed offensive. 
Of course, we are talking about the Jewish community and the money behind that dollar is mighty strong. So, yeah. we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Um, okay, I can do this one real fast. Cicely Tyson's family announced that the public viewing for her body to take place in New York City. Um, it is set to take place on the 15th um, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It is going to be taking place at the Ebenezer Baptist Church. Ebenezer. Ebenezer. Yes. I could be saying it wrong. I don't care. Um, not that I don't <laughs> care, but I, yeah. But it's to be held there. The family didn't make this announcement. Okay. Um, anything else worth us discussing publicly? Um, yeah, Biden in that whole situation where he is trying to get the student loan debt forgiveness to go to 50000 mm-hmm. in executive order. And, well, that's recycled. See, I don't want to talk about it. Let's get into a thank piece real quick as we close out. Okay. So... There was a clip that went around from a show on OWN that's called Love and Marriage, um, Huntsville, which is Alabama, for those of you guys that don't know. And it spoke in regards to, I, I want to say as a couple that is in the process of a divorce. And it spoke about the custody agreement, like the station agreement, where the husband can have the kids for like two weeks and then they come back to the mom for like two weeks. But the ex-husband or estranged, whatever may have you, he feels as if he should have open access to his children at all times. Hmm. Do we agree with this? Um, what's the reason behind the divorce? Well, they didn't mm-hmm. get... They didn't get... Well, I'm not a follower of the show. Uh, I have seen a couple episodes, but they did specify that they're in the process of something legal, and that's the way they deal with the visitation. So it's like, no, you can definitely see your kids, but it needs to be on a set schedule because the way that it comes off, and this is me paraphrasing, it comes off as negative. It's like I can't have my own, like I can't have my own life. Let's say I have another person around and mm. popping up, that's not a good look. You're right. Especially if we're not together, there's a respect factor of it. If I'm spending time with the kids, if you want to come see them, a pop-up is not acceptable. I need to know you're coming. Mm. That's the way And I you said this is the exes. This isn't the father. This is the stepfather no, the or ex-stepfather? It's the father. Oh, it's the father? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It's the father. And the way they, the way they did the clip she was like leading toward having that conversation. Like, listen, I, I, I'm not holding you from your children. It's just if you're coming to see them, it only makes sense for you to tell me you're coming so I can properly prepare. Okay. But you popping up out of thin air is not a good look, hmm. which it isn't when you sit back and think about it. Um. But that can go both ways. That's it. You want to expound on that, sir? Well, <laughs> if if he is if he's truly coming for the kids, it don't matter what she got going on. 
I ain't mm-hmm. here for you. I'm here to see my kids. Tell them to come on. We about to go to A, B, and C. Right. Now, if he is coming over to to keep her from moving on and having, you know, having a relationship and starting a new life, hell yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And see, that's, that's kind of where I was coming your from. Role. Right. And that's where I was coming from with it because I felt indifferent just listening to it. Because... In one hand, it's like, okay, if he, if you genuinely want to have a relationship with your children, um, restricting, having restrictions to like, oh, you can only see them every two weeks type of deal, I feel like it's kind of, I understand it, but it's just like, eh, if I really want to see my kids whenever I want to, then why should I be able to? But given the logistics of divorce and all that shit and reasons why, and then like this whole now, this whole thought process of well you know if i got i have my own life outside of you now like we have two separate lives so you Mm -hmm. can't be popping up whenever you want to and i wasn't even thinking about it in the sense of him trying to like disrupt her future relationships or endeavors because that type of shit will kind of show out right away but i Mm -hmm. see like trying to do a preemptive strike and be like no this is why these like restrictions are put in place so we don't even have room for shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, she was specifying that like the only reason that he had even had like her physical address is because of course when you're in family court, it's required that you give your full, your physical address. What makes me think about that is what if there is other reasoning behind why this person doesn't want their address revealed? And you're basically saying, well, unfortunately, because of those kids, he needs to know it. What if there is documentation proving that this person has been volatile physically? I mean, well, if there's something like that, then I would imagine that that's something that's automatically put in in place. You wouldn't want to hide that type Mm. of information. That's That's where you could be wrong. How? Why? Because you can have... I I know people that have been in certain predicaments where things have may have got escalated, things of that nature where the police were called out, but it's never anything that's truly documented for them to be like, well, hey, this person did this, that, and the third to me. And it's a physical reason as to why. It's like, it's hard to say. It's a deeper, it's a deeper thing when you bring physical abuse into the situation because it's hard for them to actually take you seriously. Mm. And it's sad. Yeah. Well, that's a different, a different. Scenario. That's a different topic, but I'm yeah, saying yeah. it's underlying reasons why someone would be like, "I rather you come at this time." Well, besides mm-hmm. just pri- her own privacy, it's like, listen, it's one thing for you to want to spend time with your kids; it's another when you just simply want to be invasive. Gotcha. Okay. And with that, I'm done. Fantastic. All right. So we are done scrolling on. Now it is time for the thread. We're not going to do Bussy Talk this week. Well, actually, it's kind of Bussy Talk and thread. So, so you doing a thread talk? Yes, a thread talk um, for Bussy. So, <clears throat> so I was to. Um, Jill Scott's podcast, J.L. And they had a really interesting conversation that I thought was super dope, but I wanted to have this conversation with you all from a gay male's perspective. Today we are going to be talking about 
and fidelity. Ooh. That's right. Cheating in the next room. We are talking about cheating today, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like you because I straight asked you what did you want to talk about. You I told know. Me, I don't want to talk. Jay did too, but it's all right. Mm. So why, would you do this? why would you do this to us? We ask, <laughs> we ask to be properly prepared, like the viewers. You know, be. Mm. you know, I just want to know what I have to deal with. And now here you go. See, you want to trick me this week. I don't like it. I don't like you know it. How I, feel? A- I love like authenticity and like raw responses. So, you know, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what oh, we're doing. Wow. All right. Oh, Fantastic. So, let's jump right into it. Um, let's start this off with a light question. Uh, why do you guys feel like people cheat? Um, (laughs) stupidity, uh, some people cheat to prove a point, and some people cheat just simply because they're whores. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. Can you a side, sidebar real quick? Can you expand on that? On what? Because they're whores. Expand on that just a tad. Just a bit. Just expand. Um I was once dealing with a person that just was a cheater. It didn't matter what I did, how good I was. Um I could he could go out and do whatever he wanted, but I couldn't do anything. And mm. that was supposed and that was supposed to be okay. And mm-hmm. he was just a whore. He was he he he, he was a whore. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lenith, you know what? So Why you wanted you chose you chose violence this week is what oh, you did. Oh, child, listen, the bandaid you is chose. off. You 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 need it, so go ahead and give it to me, bitch. Let's go. I don't like you right now. I'm just gonna I love say because you. you about to trigger me. You about to That's really fucking fine. trigger me. Oh, come like on. Right now. Uh-oh. People <laughs> cheat for several reasons, and I think sometimes it's deeper than what we are willing to accept. Okay. Um, it's more. several things where they but can it be can only be as deep as a person will allow you to get in. I, Men I, cheat. Let's be clear. <laughs> let's be clear. Let's be clear about something. Is several reasons why someone will cheat. Men, for the most part, don't need a reason to do so. Let's be clear. Women are more of emotional cheaters. They have reasoning. Men really well, don't. Well, 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 well. Pause. Let me stop you there. Let's take out genders that are not in this room because we cannot speak for all women and furthermore there are men that are very emotional as well and cheat for emotional reasons so let's not do that continue we're gonna have a conversation (laughs) at um wryh headquarters because i like (laughs) this conversation is triggering go ahead men cheat for several reasons and Sometimes they're just unhappy or something that that partner could be missing, and it's nothing that they could do about it. It's just what they it don't is. Have. You can leave. You, th- of course, you can leave, but sometimes leaving is the easiest option you have. If I make all sense. right, so you would let's, decide to let's, destroy I, I, something let's by cheating. Stay, 
Stay See, on the this question. is why I told I you. A journey I'm taking y'all on. Stay on the fucking question. Why do people cheat? Stay there. Don't move. <laughs> y'all know oh I got Ryan and Richard. Stay right there. Why do people cheat? <laughs> Go. <laughs> oh my God. I don't like Come it on. right now. Come on. You can do it. Oh. It's several factors as to why people cheat. Like I said, sometimes it could be a personality. It could be a deeper insecurity. It's it's a bunch of factors that go into it. It's not just the action. Gotcha. Okay. Um, my stance on cheating is that people cheat. Um, there are a couple of reasons. Number one, I feel like most people cheat because they can. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, lots of people cheat because they are lacking something in their relationship that they are they are not willing to address with their partners. Um, so instead of yeah, yeah. addressing it with their partners, they go out and get what it is that they need to save face in the relationship because they already have something there that they are enjoying but there's this one piece which would we could really call it the 80 20 rule where you have 80 percent of what you need at home there's 20 percent that you're missing so you go out and get the 20 to add for the 100 okay so i feel like that's a very large reason why people cheat also there are also people who cheat because that was their vision of love growing up a lot of us have been in situations where we have seen our parents or people in our lives that have been cheating cheated on and however those people reacted to that type of behavior is what we carry on into our own romantic lives mm-hmm. so i feel like that's another reason as well so that being said have you ever cheated on someone tell me about a time it happened and why you did it then <laughs> Uh, you want to go first, Marty? Anybody? Oh shit! Yes. Uh, I've, I've okay. Go ahead. Okay. You, you said you have. I have. Okay. And tell me about a time that it happened and why you did it. <sighs> you can do this. I am rooting for you. I don't <laughs> like you in this topic this week. I love yeah, you too. Yeah. Come on, you can do it. Uh, so, yes, I've cheated. Um, it was young, it was dumb, and I wasn't, ugh, God, I wasn't pleased. I can't give any more context than that. Leave it at me. Oh, now, come on. Now, I was not pleased. Right. Pleased with what? And so, what, what? It wasn't, so you were in a relationship you didn't want to be in? Pretty much. Mm. Then why were you there? Convenience. Don't go. Eh. Eh. I don't. Stop, you're taking the journey further. I got this. 
Jay, and you need to you need to make sure you round these questions First up. Of all, well, this week. You, 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 I ask you, what did you want to talk about? You decided that you wanted to be Petty Betty over there. It's like, oh, y'all gonna find out when we do the show. Now you upset because you're gonna trigger me. You're sad, and it's okay. Jay, answer the question. Have you cheated on someone? And tell me about a time when it happened and why you did it. Yes, I have. Okay. And um, I cheated because I was cheated on. Was okay. Mm-hmm. So it was the, like I said, you know, it was, it was the proof of point. Dig it. Okay. Um, I have also been a cheater. I have cheated. And one of the particular times that I cheated was very similar to Jay's, where I cheated because I was cheated on. And I found out, and it was a revenge thing. Because um, this particular ex-boyfriend brought somebody into our relationship under the guise of being his gay son. Um... And this person came around kind of out of thin air. Oh, this is my gay son, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we was all spending all this time together and hanging out. And one day we were hanging out. We went out. That was the first time, my first cell phone I ever bought. We went out and bought cell phones. And he was standing in his own place. And I was staying with my mom. Not too far, like around the corners of where. So I was like, um, I'm going to go home and get my clothes and stuff and come back. We were supposed to make an out of it, all hang out, whatever. Uh, I got home and I was getting my shit together and I was like calling him and texting him and I was getting no response. And like that went on for quite some time. He was to say, never answered the phone. I never got back down there. And something told me that they were screwing and they weren't. So what did I do? I fucked the boy myself. Um, yeah, and it became this whole debacle, whole thing. But that was revenge cheating for me. So that's why I cheated at that point. All right, so now, reflecting on that time, when you think back to that time that you cheated, what do you think about that now that you are older and you look back on it? Like, how do you feel about that action of cheating when you look at it now? I would have I would have left when I got to when I got to, well I'm not going to say the first but when mm-hmm. I got that second when I got that second slot, uh, that second time I should have just went ahead and opted out instead of taking it as far as it did to get cheated over again mm-hmm. and again and again Okay Dig it no one deserves to be cheated on. Mm-hmm. But one thing I can definitely say that cheating has taught me more than anything is be honest about how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it hurts, even if it causes pain, it's better to be honest than to sit here and be in a shell of something that you're not happy in. Right. And it's, it's a work to me, it's worse sitting. Out of cons- sitting in a re- in a situation or a relationship out of consent, 
I'd rather leave than to sit here and resort to finding someone else to satisfy me for what I want. Dig that. Dig that. I agree with that. Because um, I look back on it now and I just say to myself, you know, it's not it's not really worth it to stick around in a situation that you're clearly not happy in or that is not no longer serving you. You know, if, if it's not working out in your favor, if it's not doing anything for you, then it's really no reason to stay. Especially yeah. if you consider yourself to have the morals of I don't believe in this type of activity. Um, I'm not in a space to be dealing with this, so I should just take my losses and just move on. You know, so I definitely feel that way as well. Okay, so next question. How do you feel about people that say that they've never cheated before? Do you believe them? I don't. You don't? Why? I don't. Because I, to me, I feel like the saying once a cheater, always a cheater is a lie. I feel as if you learn from it, especially the damage that you've done to a person, let alone to yourself, from mm-hmm. cheating. So I don't think like, I don't believe people when they say I don't cheat. I'm like, yeah, okay. You ain't cheat <laughs> yet. All right. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But no, I do believe, I don't believe people when they say, oh, I never cheated. You're lying. Okay, though. No. Mm. Now, do you feel like that's, you don't believe people when they say that because of your own experience? Or is that genuinely like, how you feel people don't understand what this term infidelity is it's not just a sexual act even if you Mm -hmm. entertain flirting with someone if you entertain someone kissing you that's infidelity no matter what form it comes in the Mm -hmm. ultimate cheating is when it becomes physical when it becomes when feelings become attached that yes of course is infidelity but it starts as innocent things okay jay Mm-hmm. Do you Talk believe people when they say they they've never cheated before? I, I it, it would all depend on what one would define as cheating. Like Lonnie said, you know, cheating is can be in the eyes of a behold, in the eyes of the beholder. Um, looking at you, you know, physical, emotional. Okay, but even still, like all things considered, do you with with all with the entire spectrum of what people's ideologies might be around cheating, do you believe people when they say that they have never done it before? No. Okay, and why is that? Because, like I said, you know, even even a long a long look can be considered a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Except in that drink, it could be considered cheating. You know, going out to eat with someone could be considered right. cheating. Yeah, constant communication with a person is cheating. <laughs> okay, so basically, what we're the consensus here is is that there are many levels to cheating, and be, that being said, depending on who you're dealing with, you've done it already and probably didn't even know it. Pretty much. Okay, so I'm going to take you guys here since y'all jumped right into it. So it'll be the next question. Is there such a thing as emotional cheating? What does it look like to you? 
Absolutely, there's a such thing as emotional cheating. Y'all also positively lonely. Okay, so what does it look like to you? What is emotional cheating to you? <sighs> Jay, I think your question, your answer is going to be a little more complex. So I'm going to say, y'all both jumped out. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Come on, y'all got to um, <laughs> I can say, I can say that maybe the first form of cheating I probably ever did was probably emotional. Mm-hmm. Um... Just given your your energy, you know what I'm saying? Your your time, your energy. Excuse me. Okay. Pouring into someone else where you should be pouring into at home. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right. Wow. Okay. We've seen emotional cheating acted out very well on girlfriends. When Maya cheated on Darnell. That was emotional cheating. She never had sex with Stan, but she mm, entertained yeah. Stan as a male friend. She entertained going out to eat with him. She entertained being and being alone with him. She made time, made time, made effort. That's emotional cheating. Like she felt away when she saw him. Mm-hmm. That, in a nutshell, male or female does not matter. That is emotional cheating. You know good and damn well. Your spouse would not be comfortable entertain with you entertaining someone else to that extent. Hmm. It's the disrespect that comes into play. That's what becomes emotional cheating. Though, yes, if you watch the, if you remember girlfriends, you remember she never mm-hmm. had such a stand. The only thing she, she did. did was kiss her. She knew it was wrong, but she kept it going hmm. because she needed it for herself. Because in that moment, at that point in her marriage, she was not happy. Mm-hmm. And he compensated for what she was not getting from her husband. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the perfect example of emotional cheating. Interesting. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. I so saw the whole episode play out. <laughs> Especially how she got caught. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, do you all feel like? Hmm. I feel like this is going to take it somewhere else. So, you know what? I'm not going to ask that because that's a different no, conversation. No, ask it. Ask it. Come on. No, that's a different conversation. I have another person. Nope, you triggered me enough this I one day. Let's go. I, I am driving this boat. Shut the fuck up. So, you don't talk um, to me next. Is emotional cheating, quote unquote, better or worse than physical cheating? Why or why not? <laughs> oh. Uh oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess I, I guess that would depend on I guess that would depend on the person. We're talking about you. I asked you the question. Oh, you? Yes. So, uh, well, it would still it would still depend on the person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bitch, we are talking about a relationship you are in where you are in love, you in it to win it. This your nigga, if you don't get no bigger, you know what it is. Is it, is it, would you much rather they cheat on you physically or emotionally? If it's gonna happen, I would have to say physical. 
Okay. Which one would hurt worse? Though. Yes. Which one is worse? Oh, you said. I thought you said. Which one would you prefer to have? No, I'm saying you. which which one is better or worse? Which one's worse? Oh, which one is uh uh emotional cheating is worse? Okay, why? Because like when energy is real, you know what I'm saying. You mm. are when when you are emotionally cheating on someone, you are giving a whole different part of yourself to someone else. Okay. Um, now, I'm not saying that, you know, sex isn't deep or whatever have you, but, you know, I once read a, a meme that said uh, sex got easier to get and love got harder to find. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. since sex is so easy to obtain, Mm-hmm. I would rather you physically cheat on me because I can learn a new move and make up for that. But when you start giving yourself to someone else, I have to fight ten times harder to get that back. Because now, not, now, not only do I have to examine you, I have to examine me to figure out how you got there. Okay, Lonnie. I 100% agree with what Jay just said, but I'm here to offer an alternative perspective. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that Marlon and myself have in common, and that is we are in past. And it's one thing that I'm huge on is body language. If I know that I can get that and I don't have to put effort into it, I already did the work. That makes it easier for me to physically cheat on you. So, yes, emotionally, it's worse. Because even if the thought crosses that person's mind again, all they have to do is really get thought into the action and it will happen. Because they're already there. The actual mm-hmm. work is already done. You know for a fact that if it becomes physical, it's going to become a consistent thing. You already know this. Especially if you're sexually intelligent, you know when something is a one-time thing, when something is reoccurring. You know. So, for me, it's worse if it's emotional because it makes it completely easy for it to be become physical. Physical, like, people that physically cheat only cheat, that's like, you have people that physically cheat just because of a body part on someone. Like, oh, they were thick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like, they had a nice chest. Like, they look mm-hmm. for those things that they physically cheat. But if it's emotional, there's more effort put into the yeah. infidelity opposed to just physical. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, do we feel like sex is not a gateway into emotions? Because the reality of the matter is, is that from my school of thought, Whenever you give of yourself physically to someone, you give a piece of yourself to that person. Mm-hmm. Very true. So, are we saying that people can go out here and have sex and have just sex and nothing else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It depends. It depends. It, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's 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 be real. Everybody listening to this podcast right now has had sex with somebody that it meant something to that other somebody, but didn't mean not shit to you. Okay. 
Okay. Nobody can tell me nobody can tell me that they haven't had that experience. So in having that experience, yes, it's very, very possible. Okay. So what about the sex that's so good that you gotta go back and get you a little bit more? That that's when it becomes good good sex with good chemistry and good energy. You know, you can have you can have somebody that can, you know, throw some ass or throw some dick, you know what I'm saying? And yay, 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 that was great. But when you have somebody that can throw some ass and throw some dick and look at you in your eyes a certain type of way, bitch. Or bite that one certain part on your neck a certain type of way, oh. you know, it, it, goes, it goes far on beyond. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Got you. That's it. Before we even move on, that is it. It's those little things that someone will do that will literally drive you back to them. Besides the fact that the sex is good, it's those little things that will drive them back to you. Like the kiss on the neck, the bite on the mm-hmm. ear. They know how to talk shit good. Those mm-hmm. things keep you coming back, and they may seem small, but especially if you're emotionally cheating, that just makes you cling more. Mm-hmm. That's where it becomes a problem. Mm. Okay. Okay. And I mean, and let's be let's all let's also be real here. Mm. We have all also went somewhere and intentionally put down a A game. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> intentionally put down an A game to gain some type of favor or prove some type of point. So since sex got easier to get, love got harder to find. Yes. Hmm. But the crazy part is, I, I can, let me elaborate further on that. Sex is easier to get, love is hard to find, but connection has become more rare. A lot of people take into effect that connection makes a very large difference when it comes to having a sexual chemistry with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you could fuck anybody. That's not the point. That's not the mission behind this. If mm-hmm. I connect to you, I'm yeah. not gonna want to leave because we have a connection. And that's how affairs and things like that come into play. It's from that connection you have with someone. And if it becomes strong enough, it makes you question, why am I going back to my relationship? Sometimes fidelity, infidelity is a lesson, or it makes you look at your actual relationship differently. Like, mm-hmm. what am I missing that I keep on having to do this? If I make sense. Yeah. That kind of leads me into my next question. So, What's your next question? <sighs> I want you to view this from both sides of the coin, being the cheater and being cheated on. Oh, At what point do you take a step back and reflect on your contribution to cheating on someone and being cheated on? Mm. Because whether you believe it or not, you play a role in both of these things. Yes, you do. 
So at what point do you take that step back and reflect and say, what am I contributing to this action right now? Can you do that? That goes back to when we were talking about, you know, emotional and physical cheating and, Mm -hmm. you know, to be cheated on emotionally, to know that your significant other is like pouring into somebody else. It hurts on a different level. And like I said, it'll make you re-examine like, damn, bitch, what the fuck are you doing that they had to go over here to do it or over there to get it or... You were so close that they couldn't pour it into you. What's 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 what's, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> wow, boo. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not just me. I knew it. Not just me. Um, got bitch smoking cigarettes at night, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Going through a pack of um, bitch. Man. Damn, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, at what point are you in both cheating and being cheated on? Do you take a step back and reflect on your contributions to what's going on? Well, you're either going to reflect either before or after you either when when you when you cheat you cheat because you ain't getting it at home so you already know what it is that you that that you go lay in my jelly go lay go lay that you um you already know what it is that you're lacking so you know what you're not finding you're just not choosing to discuss it with your mate mm-hmm. so the evaluation has already been made Mm-hmm. It's just your point of acting on it or not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're going to be a cheater, then why go straight into the cheating instead of actually addressing with the person that you're with your gripes about your relationship? Because depending upon who it is, you might you might lose what you got. Well, with that being said, then at that point, it becomes manipulation because you're holding on to someone for whatever it is that you're getting that you appreciate from them. But whatever it is you're missing, you're deceiving them and putting them in a predicament that they don't necessarily want to be in. And that's why I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... If we want to talk about being emotionally intelligent, the one thing I complain year and year, every time that Single Awareness Day comes around, I complain year and year about being single. I'm like, I fear now going into Mm -hmm. a relationship after being single for seven years. It's like, it would be a foreign land for me because I haven't had to deal with that. And also having to remember, this person is not what you're used to dealing with. So it's foreign it's dangerous how long you've been out of a relationship i want to see what the that model's next question is i think i'm about to step on the tell and i don't want to do that what's your next yeah, question what's really interesting is that you brought up something that i that i now kind of want to delve into i'm deviating from my list so <clears throat> there is a school of thought a school of thought that is um 
adopted by the masses work bitch um a school of thought that's adopted by the masses we're going to talk about that off camera um that is adopted by the masses that um screenshot screenshot (laughs) (laughs) it'll be in the group chat i got you (laughs) there's a school of thought that when you get out of a relationship that you need this undisclosed amount of time to heal and get yourself together and learn what it means to be by yourself. But by all accounts, from the statement that you just made about being afraid to going back into being a relationship and there's this foreign land and now I don't want to do it even though that's what I really want, then how valid is the statement that you are supposed to take this time to yourself to learn yourself? It's what I've learned it's dangerous. It's like, I'm not saying I'm not open to the idea. It's just, I'm not looking. It's a level of consciousness that you develop after being single for so long. It's like, can a person really handle me after I've learned who I am? I know who I am. I've learned who I am. Can this person accept me for who I am in this moment? Because the one thing I think that we forget in love in general, it's I already love myself. I set the tone for how to love me. Can you handle how I love myself? Can you handle me at all moments, not just the moment you're seeing right now? Can you handle me at all moments? I'm not saying I'm an animal. I'm just a being that feels. I'm a being that's emotional, overly emotional at times. Can you handle that? Because if you okay. can handle all those different things, infidelity is out the window because I ain't going nowhere. I think that's most of us. If a person can really handle us for who we are in this very moment, for who you are, knowing you in this very day and time, if they can handle who you are and understand there's a part of you that's still curious to what you don't have or what you want to acquire, can they handle if they don't add up to it? So with that being said, how will you ever know if anyone can handle anything if you are too afraid to let that chance happen? I'm not afraid to let that happen. It's just after this long, you fear disappointment, you fear rejection, you fear shame, you fear so much because you're in tune ultimately with yourself. That doesn't mean per se that I need to be single for so many many odd years to know who I am. It's people that have been single probably months and have a great sense of who they are. But some people need years to love themselves enough to understand, can someone love me with my flaws if I own them? If my shortcomings lead to me being to unfortunately being compromised to being someone being like cheating on me. Can I handle that? It's a lot of self work that goes into this that everyone doesn't understand. And it's even owning. If I, the reason you cheated, because sometimes it's that deep. Like I fell short. Mm -hmm. If you ever pay attention, someone that is mature and has a full sense of accountability for themselves, they always say, I fell short here. I fell short there. They own it. They know it. You wanted this. They could look at the person you might have cheated with and be like, listen, this person was this. This person was that. Though this is not you, it's just me. 
is owning it. The problem is people don't know how to be accountable. You're going to step out on me. Step out on me. But I'm not saying that I'm going to walk with myself to just understand you're accepting the consequences that comes after you do that. Mm-hmm. Because yep. a lot of people don't want to own. If you're going to cheat on someone, they have to be held accountable for what you did. Don't lie to me. You already did that. Mm-hmm. Tell me the truth. Why did you do it? Why did yep. you feel the need to step out on me? What were you not lacking from me? It's a deeper conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. And ha- if we have this conversation, you'll have less people cheating. Mm-hmm. It's just having that sense of self. And not only self, but knowing the person you're with. What they like, what they don't like. Even when they don't want to tell you. It's You have to know that person in some way, shape, or form. Okay. But again, I say... All of those things being said, if if you, the single person that has taken this journey of singleness for X amount of years, are in a space of fear, and you are, because the first thing you said after I said that was you fear A, B, C, and D, if you are too afraid to take the chance to obtain and acquire the love that you so seek, then what are you doing? Why do why why does society? I don't necessarily out? think that it's a that it's a fear. It's like he said. Once you know and learn yourself, and you allow someone to enter into you with you, and you peep some shit, but you don't speak on it, and then something else happens, and you're like, "Well, bitch, had you done." Quit distracting him. Put it up. <laughs> and you, and you say, bitch. Well, had you spoke on it when you when it when you saw it the first time, you wouldn't be here now. That really did distract me. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it distracted you. It's a conversation that we had during the hotel's episode. I'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess the reason why I ask this is because I'm a person that has not taken extended breaks between my relationships. And I don't... But I do not feel that my experience Mm -hmm. is any more or less reflective of those that I've decided and or just fell into these years of being by themselves. Because essentially what happens is, if I could be honest right be, now, that's the only I, way get, I, today. I get emotionally triggered when people say, oh, you ain't had no time to yourself, so you don't know what you're doing. But the relationships that I've been in, whether they were seen as healthy or not, um, I've been in those relationships and I, lit- I literally possess or acquire things that these people that are single are reaching for. But you're telling me that I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know myself, I haven't learned anything because I haven't taken this undisclosed amount of time because no one can ever say how much time you really need before you move on into the next romantic venture. So That's for me, I look at I look at it as I believe that everybody's experience is their experience. 
mm-hmm. because I've learned more about myself throughout my relationships, no matter how close or far they are apart, than some people that have been single for four or five years and they still stuck on the same shit. But this time you said that I need to be doing what you're doing. That all bitch you was with so-and-so for four and a half years, bitch, you need to sit your ass down and really, really think about what happened. I know what happened. I'm very aware. And I found something that suits me better. And in that, in the interim, whether I learned it at the end, the beginning, or in a space in my new relationship, I have reflected and learned exactly what was going on. I already know what happened because as someone that is a former cheater, I knew why I was doing what I was doing. I knew Mm. what it was that I wasn't getting. At that point, I was not emotionally intelligent and or strong enough to address myself first and say, bitch, if you're not getting it at home, either you address it with this man that you say that you love and work on it Uh or leave. leave. Period. But I feel Mm -hmm. that a lot of people get stuck in and I'm going to ruffle some feathers. I feel like a lot of people get stuck in the role of victim when they're cheated on. Because it's easier to say, you did this to me, you Mm -hmm. fucked me up, you you ruined my emotions, and now I have the right to be a bitch, now I have the right to be skeptical of every nigga that's sniffing my doorstep, fuck everybody, y'all niggas ain't shit. That's dumb. Yeah. I agree with you there. Um, do you have the T word in your next round of questions? Think about what I'm saying. I asked you because I don't want to step on your toes. Do you have the T word in your conversation? T U S T. I mean, excuse me. T R U S T. Trust? Oh. Those are things. Hold on. So <laughs> that's why I act. So like, I don't want to rub stuff on your toes. I want to know is it there? It is not in there. You can go ahead. Perfect. Can you stay with someone that you found out was um that cheated on you? Again, that is a yeah, I, and I know that I have. I have. But again, I, go ahead. Again, that is. That is another conversation. And <laughs> and again, like in my journey, I have learned a lot and evolved a lot when it comes to love and relationships simply because I don't have a viewpoint that a lot of people have. I don't believe that my partner can be everything to me. I believe it is foolish to believe that your partner that you choose to be with romantically can be everything that you need at all times. Number one, it's unfair because we are already imperfect beings. So for you to ask me to be everything on your checklist of these things that you feel like you need in a partner is ridiculous because you cannot be that to me. There are certain things that we bring to our relationships as individuals that check off a lot of marks and then we end up filling in the blanks and growing together because that's what you do as a unit. But 
when it comes down to sticking around somebody that cheated, if I'm in a monogamous situation and my partner cheats, that is a conversation that needs to be had. Because at this mm-hmm. point, what I want to know is, well, what prompted this? Mm-hmm. Why did you need to go do this? Was it just mm-hmm. that nigga had a fat ass and I just really wanted a piece? Was it there's something that's going on between us that I'm not aware of that we can possibly address and move on from? Like there are several factors that can come into play. But if I'm in the if I'm in this mindset that when a nigga cheat on me, he ain't shit and I ain't fucking with him no more and ain't nothing he can say, then if that's to be all the end all to every relationship, then you're you are always skating on thin ice. Because your eyes do not become blind to the world around you just because you have someone that you love. You are still a human being. There are still desires. There are still other people out there. There are still other interactions that are going to make you feel certain ways that your partner can, can't or don't make you feel. But does mm-hmm. that make you a bad person? No. Does that make you wrong? Like, I just feel like people again kind of ride this bandwagon of if you cheat you like there's a long a long list of like shit that people check off when it comes to cheating or uh, if he cheat he ain't shit if he cheat he ain't he ain't nothing he like he don't want you if he cheat like there's a whole bunch of shit that can be said but i don't think that people really sit down and have the conversation about well what does this mean and why is this here they don't, because everyone goes to that quick rejerk reaction. You cheated, it's over. It's like the con- like the relationship. Oh, you cheated, it's my turn. That too. That part. If, like we are in a society that does not know how to communicate their feelings. Let's mm-hmm. call a spade a mother-loving spade. We are in a society that does not know how to successfully communicate their feelings because we are in said society. No one knows how to express their hurt behind infidelity or mm-hmm. to let them all have the conversation. They're so focused on the hurt from it that they're not thinking of the healing that's supposed to come from infidelity. In order for you to heal from it, whether I need to know why you did it or not, I need to know from my peace of mind why this happened. I need to know from my peace of mind where I'm going. I need to know from my peace of mind what does this mean? No one knows how to answer that question in that moment. It's, what does this mean? Where are we going with this? Should I end this? Should I make it an open situation? I don't know. But I won't know if I'm not receptive to getting the answers I don't want. Well, Mm -hmm. also, another piece to that is we live in a society that is not supportive of what it means to have boundaries in yes. a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's also, true. we live in a society that feels like when you're in a relationship that you possess and or own that person and you simply do not. Relationships do not relationships do not mean ownership. It I don't. just want people to know that. Because Say that to kids, like, friend. That's the word. They, they just don't. They like when you have a man. Yeah, that's your dude. That's your man. But you don't own, I'll own that person. I'm still my own individual person, and so are you. Which means that we are going to have two similar but very different experiences in this bond. And again, there is a whole world happening outside of what mm-hmm. we share. Mm-hmm. Fly it the fuck out. 
So once motherfuckers get off of that, that's mine and nobody else can touch it type shit, I feel like that will open up the floor for you to have deeper conversations about your bonds and pairing that along with your own personal boundaries. Once Uh you deal with a motherfucker, you need to let them know these are the things that I will and will not stand for. If you cannot deal with them, we cannot work. And be and be emotionally like intelligent enough to be like, if it don't work, I don't give a fuck how fine this nigga is. I don't give a fuck how much money he got. I don't give a fuck how he cheat treat me. If he cannot respect my boundaries and where I am right now, let it go. You gotta go. Gotta go. go. Sorry. Like oh. case of, like case of point, friend. When friend tells me it's ba- it's basically quality time with him and Bay, I'm like, well, y'all enjoy y'all night, and I move about my business. <laughs> it's like I know it's a certain boundary that you have to have with a relationship. It's like, no, if this is me, let me handle me. You go do you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay, so I got two more that I'm gonna do. And we're gonna wrap it up because this could get really long. Um it's, it's over an hour. We already in the we already there. You done did it. You did it, bitch. Um, you done did so, it. <laughs> um have you ever been the other man? Did you go <laughs> in willingly? Did you go yeah. in willingly or were you lied to? And how did that make you feel? So first, have you ever been the other man? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Jay, did you go into it willingly or were you lied to? Which time? <laughs> Whichever one. Well, you shit. <laughs> well, one, I I knew he was married. Okay. You know what I'm saying. So, and with that, you know, that was the whole thrill, young, young looking for the trade. You know what I'm saying. So with that. Know. That's what that was about. But the other, I didn't. Okay. I didn't know. Now, how did that make I you didn't. feel? Stupid. Because mm. mm-hmm. after, after I found out, it was like, duh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All the blinds shot up. <laughs> right. Where was your antenna? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay. Now, Lonnie, you said that you have been the other man before. Did you go into it willingly or were you lied to? Here's a little story that must be told. And it goes, and it goes a little like this. Like so, this ain't the hotel, but I'm going to tell it because I don't care. I, like Jay said, was in my early 20s and I was with whatever reckless shit. So, I was fucking around with a married man. And yes, I knew. Um, It wasn't until I started receiving communications from the wife. Mm. Yeah, it got real. And I made a promise to myself, like one, I don't like entertaining people that are married or in a relationship. Anyone that knows me knows this already. Mm. But the one thing I promised myself, no matter if it came to a situation where we caught, I hate to tell you boys, I'm a snitch like the like there's no tomorrow. I ain't gonna out you, but I'm gonna let you know right now, I ain't going down. Yes, sis, he told me about you, 
But guess what? Uh, uh, he ain't want you to know. What you want to do about that girl? That, that singing the like thing. Bobby a new edition, bitch. Look at you. Period. Listen, I. It's twenty twenty one. I understand that DLMed exists, but you got to be orchestrated with your shit. I should not have your situation on my line. Mm-hmm. Right. At any way, shape, or form, like I should not. I don't. I don't care whatever happens. If you live in your truth, your situation should not be on my line asking questions. This is how I feel. Wow. Yep. And which um, I have definitely been the other man before. Um, I knew about his boyfriend. And you ain't kid, did you, Frank? You ain't kid. You ain't kid because that ass was magnanimous. Um. And it was one of those things like I was We love savagery. We love savagery. And listen, if I'm in there laying it down and the ass is good, like I was at that point like when you want it, I got it. Like, let's get this shit. It was it was We love savagery. We love savagery. I kind of stood up in that. I stood up in that shit. Uh literally and figuratively. Next question. Um, is there ever a reason that is justified for infidelity? And if so, what is it? I don't think so. You don't think so? Unless you got your celebrity you crush. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only justification for cheating sidebar. If it's just let me crush. Go for the goal, baby. I am not even mad at you because that's a once in a lifetime situation. Go for you. But like, I ain't going to hold video. you back. Get Here's video. Person, you know, I'm the story of why you couldn't have, and I'm just randomly throwing the name out there hypothetically. Okay. I'm not the reason that you couldn't have somebody like Jacob Ladenborn. I want you to go for the goal. <laughs> I want you to get your assist. Do what you do. What do. You need to do. Like I said, Hypothetically, that does not mean he gets down or anything. It's just the fact of love you crush. If it comes actually comes to fruition where it presents itself that you could go. I <laughs> go. Um, I don't know. I feel like this question is not as simple as we make it because being someone that has been a cheater before, when I did it, I felt like it was justified. That's only that's only because you chose to justify it. You chose no, to hit, no wait wait wait, Jay Frank. Jay Frank. Now, wait, it, it, it might not have been justified to the other party that I was with, but mm-hmm. to me, again, admitting that I was in a space of lack of emotional intelligence at that moment, I felt like I was justified. That nigga was cheating on me. And he was acting like I didn't know what the fuck was going on, insulting my intelligence. So fuck you. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. So yes, I'm justified in going out here and get what the fuck I want because you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you feel like it's justified or not. In that moment, I felt like I was justified. And again, that just goes back to point of view and the experience from said people in the situation, because okay. my morals and your morals might not might not add up the same way. So I could talk about it. 
I could talk about it. I could talk about it. So it's not a hotel, but it's the truth. <laughs> my, I feel like Ari Lennox. It's my truth. It's my, it's my truth. truth. It's my truth. <laughs> I feel like we need to. Okay, that's gonna be after. Yeah, we, we, I, I got. Oh, we gonna have it. We gonna have I gotta, it. I, gotta, I know gotta. where you go. We gonna have it. It's all right. So, in my last situation, um, my kryptonite came out, meaning it was that one ex that you have that you just find it so hard to say no to, and he just so happens to reappear at the time that I was in a relationship, mm, and I knew. I was emotionally cheating at that time. I knew, and a portion of me did not care. It was like, it's always that one person that you literally will bend something for. No matter what happens, you will bend for them. And that was him for me. And it was, was it wrong? Yes. Did it feel right? Absolutely. And I don't feel like... Ooh, child, sorry, I'm getting flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it my was God. just damn good. It was damn good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't care. But I regret the pain that came with it. I regret. I don't regret the reality that he flashed on my relationship at the time. I don't regret that. Because he was one of several people that was trying to flash the reality of the situation at the time for me, but he was just more adamant about it. <laughs> I can say that, more adamant about it. But I, oof. Huh. Okay, so... She never felt so right, sorry. <laughs> Word. <sighs> so how do you feel about the validity of the statement? And Lonnie kind of touched on it earlier, but I wanted to touch on it again. How do you feel about the statement once a cheater, always a cheater? It depends on the cheater. <laughs> Bitch, you are straddling this fence more than no, my little means, ass. No, I'm dead If somebody is genuinely trying to make it work with you, you all have genuinely decided that this is what it's going to be, you all come to some type of uh, understanding. You all communicate. These are our rules. This is what it is. And that's what it is. And that person makes a change and no longer does the things they used to do. Yes. Once a cheater, no longer a cheater. But if you are dealing with somebody that is manipulating you or even if you're dealing with somebody that you are manipulating. <clears throat> right. And cheating is is constantly happening. Neither one of you necessarily want to change. Hmm. Mm. You, you, you will make a change for what you want. Mm. Say that shit again, please. Mm -hmm. You will make a change. Again. For what you want. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I, I I asked that because, you know, at one point in time in my life, I was like, damn, so if I've cheated before, is this just going to be me forever? Like, the fuck? But 
I got into relationships where I I didn't cheat at all. I ended up getting cheated on, but it's just like I I I felt like that was so restrictive. Like to say that a person, because essentially what people that believe that statement feel inherently that you have no once you cheat once that it's like this <laughs> infection that you can't get rid of. Like you can never evolve. And I think that you can't cheat either. Right, <laughs> like you just can't fucking get rid of it. I, I you know, cheated on my homegirl Shaquan last week. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb, Lonnie. How you feel about that statement? That's not true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As someone that mm-hmm. has been in the other shoe and been mm-hmm. the, been the cheater, that's not true. It's. I feel like you choose whether to learn from the experience or whether you want to stay the same. If you don't learn from the experience that I need to be open about what I'm missing versus what I want, Mm -hmm. that's a very important conversation to have. So I could say full blank, I could say full heartedly that yes, I stepped out on you. And I could say, here's why I stepped out on you. You could take it as my opportunity to grow, like basically build my relationship, work from this experience, or you could take the lax one where there's nothing wrong with me. I don't need to change for anything. He needs to change for me. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to get cheated on because he's telling you verbatim why he's doing it. Sometimes it's just the action. And if there's no cause, you won't have a reaction. So it's like at the end of the day, I can tell you that this isn't right, or you, I don't like it when you do this, or maybe if we were more intimate and you decide not to do those things, you're consistently making him a cheater because he feels like in that moment in time that this is the only way I'm going to get what I want. Got it. Okay. Did that. All right. Well, that's all of my emotional bashing I have for you guys today. Oh, thank God. <laughs> trigger warning is over. So, um, that brings the end of the thread. Um, before we close out here at Who Raised You Ho's podcast at the end of every episode, we have everyone in the room give a mental health tip. And this week, for our mental health tip, I would like for each of us to give our 21-year-old self Mm. Mental health tip about cheating. If you could tell your 21-year-old self anything about cheating, whether it's in favor or opposing, what would you say? I'll let y'all ponder on that for a minute. I'll go first. Thank you. So, 21-year-old Marlon. Well, go for it. Come on. I like when you're ready. Bitch, believe half of what you hear and a quarter of what you see. Because sometimes your own eyes can play tricks on you. Okay. I would tell myself, learn to set boundaries and stand firmly on them. You do not have to deal with Anything that you don't want to deal with, set your boundaries, stand firm on them. 
Malaysia. Who that is? Mm-hmm. What you got for 21-year-old Lonnie? This is a tough one because it's a two-part question. Mm. One it doesn't need, expo- need explanation. One is you're enough. Okay, mm. come on. Um, number two is he's never going to love you the way you want to be loved. Mm. Now, I'd say that because at that time frame, I met the person I eventually cheated with. Mm. I've mm-hmm. known him since I was like 20. So it was like, <sighs> even with feeling as if my best wasn't enough, it was like, what he wants from you, it will never be enough for him to choose you. And mm. consistently, he chooses others over you. That's why I said, one, you're enough. Two, he'll never love you the way you want to be loved. And that's a harsh reality for some people to hear, but it's the truth of the matter. The person we want to love us so hard and so deeply is not the person that's meant for us. And the quicker that we learn that that person was here to teach us that lesson, we'll get the blessing behind it. Come on, somebody. Come on. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. You're gonna live to see it happen. Oh, see, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much, Jay, for joining us today. Where thank you, thank can you. our people find you. Appreciate you on the interwebs? Where can they find you? Uh, Jay Alexander Calhoun on Facebook. Uh, I am a community organizer here in Lexington, Kentucky. You can check us out on uh, the People's Blueprint, LexingtonKentucky.com. And yeah, Cooperation Lexington, Facebook also. <laughs> Work. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 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 so at this point, we're going to close it out. We love y'all hoes. We love you, girls. Thank you. Be safe, everybody. Mask up. That's mask it. up mask and dig the cars out, ho. Double mask up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We didn't get all that snow down here in Kentucky. It rained. Don't, 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 don't you start. With that being said, bye. Bye.